The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Martin Owen. How you doing, Martin? Very well, yourself? Mate, I'm okay. I've kind of I've dried out a bit. I've cleaned my car. Ready to go again. Nice. I'm glad you dried out. Did you enjoy it? Oh, mate, it, it was amazing. I heard you did. Hang on, forget, but forget that. I heard you did nitro on road. No, it was electric on road. But we can we can talk about that later. We'll talk about that later because there's no point. No one wants to listen to me talk about my soon Telford weekend. They want to listen to you know some of the good kids. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not being funny. I think we've got the best kids. So, Martin, who are we going to speak to today? So, tonight we've got, well, the best brothers, I would say. Probably the hottest uh, talent UK racing right now. We have uh, Tommy and Jamie Hall. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Aidan? I'm brilliant. Um, have we got both of you? Yeah. Are yeah. You doing, Tommy? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just for our listeners, because clearly I don't know which is which. Can you say hello individually? Hello, I'm Tommy. And yeah, I'm Jamie. There we go. I think I've got that. Martin, you're probably an old hand of telling them apart, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I can tell tell them apart. Yeah, I think keeping a high difference, that'll be handy for me. Right, guys, (laughs) um, you know, like all the cool kids, like all the fast kids, like all the people who should be in nationals and worlds and Euros, you were at the Schumacher series at Telford. Um, how did you... Well, we know you got on, you did really well. What time did you get there? You were there before me. Yeah, I think it was sort of midday on Friday. We got there pretty early, set up the whole AE village. So, <laughs> dedication to get there pretty early and yeah, there, there were. I think there were there were quite a few people there already. So it's quite a quite a good event. A lot of people camping, and it felt like a it felt like a good big proper event, really. Okay, and have you been looking forward to this for a, a few weeks? Yeah, I mean, we've been looking forward to it for a, a few years, really, because we've not had a national intent scale for for a long time. So it's been something we've really wanted to do, you know, to get all the top 10 scale drivers at one meeting and just and just see where we are, really. Martin, did you hear that? All the yeah. top 10 scale drivers together in one meeting? Yeah. Were you there? No, I was being well, a wuss. Well, <laughs> obviously, apart been... from mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, he must have been talking about me then. Dominating, <laughs> dominating the G final in both days. So, guys... Um, I've never been to Telford. Um, uh, is it your local track? Well, yeah, well, it's sort of our. Lo- it's the closest we've got, really. It's still about forty-five minutes away, but we do we do the Tuesday nights there every now and then. So I'd, I'd say it's it's our local, really. It's a uh, it's the one we go to the most for ten scale. So yeah. So we we're all set up. You know, the track looked great when we got there. Tony Bishop had done a great job. Uh, there was, I know there were some other people were helping him as well. I think Chris Bowden, he said he was helping with parking, but he just seemed to be playing football 
every time I look for him. <laughs> um, and then that's Friday done. So Saturday morning, practice starts. How do we think it went? It was a pretty decent practice, to be fair. But uh, it, it's hard to tell, really, in practice because people are obviously trying things. They're still a bit rusty. Like, a couple of people have not, not done it in a while, so it's hard to tell. It's wet as well. Not many people have done wet in quite a while, so still tuning themselves in. But I'd say it was pretty successful practice. We were, we had decent pace. We weren't, we weren't the fastest. I think yeah. Neil, Neil was just dominating pace really. We could at least tell everything was working pretty well, and we, we knew we had a good chance really from practice. So, do you have like your wet Telford setup on your cars? Um. We we sort of have. I mean, we don't use the cars that often in the wet, really. But um, but we sort of have a, a generalish set. Well, we have a wet car and a dry car. First of all, for, yeah. for two wheel drive. So we had a wet car there. So I think the last time we used it was meeting at Kidderminster, and it was um set up set up the same from that, and it was working fine. So yeah, we basically just have a setup on that car, and we don't really change it. Yeah, it was good. And we did have, I think I said in one of my Facebook posts, we, we seem to have like four seasons in one day. <laughs> we did. Um, I think even though we were in the same like, you know, round, you know, we were in the same competition, I think between me starting and you guys coming on, it probably rained, dried, got greasy, got slippy, rained, dried. Yeah, we had it all. Waking up in the morning, straight into the depressing rain and then you have the, the sun and it dry it was pretty pretty stru- sort of and, and the difference the difference in the sun being out compared to the sun being in was like you, you wanted a coat when the sun was in and when the sun was out you wanted to be in a t-shirt and it was just such a big difference every time you took your coat off it started raining again and you had to put it back on it was it was weird it was and and then I I didn't know when I was doing it whether I should be trying to change my car every round to sort of suit the conditions or what I thought would be the conditions or just, just try and keep it as my wet, low-grip LD2 setup. Is that what you did? Or were you, you know, were you looking to see guys in earlier heats to see what the track might do? Um, yeah, I mean, we were watching the earlier heats to see how many corners were dry, If how much of the track looked dry, basically. But it never really did until the last round of qualifying. So we, we used just the wet car, didn't touch it until, I think, the fourth round of qualifying. And at that point, it was very not sure what to do. And Tommy was in the heat before me, and you went out on the wet car. And I watched Tommy go around, and Paul Crompton was on the dry car. And he looked fine, and he had yellows on. And Tommy was, he didn't have a great heat, so I went out on yellows in that one and a dry car. And it was, um, it was all right as well. So it was just a, it was just one of those. But yeah, and then for the finals, it was just, we were running the dry car the whole time. Okay. And what that track was we at the point where we were running the mezzos on the rear and we actually ran uncut staggers on the front as well. well I heard that rumor. Someone turned around and said, oh, they're all on uncut staggers. Why? What were you doing there? What were you thinking? Well, we it, we just thought we sort of normally run there. We we find the cuts are a bit too edgy, a bit too hard to sort of 
They throw the, the rear end around. They throw the rear end of the car around a lot. So like when you turn in, the rear end will kick out, and it. I think it actually slows you down around the corner. So something we've done a lot of the time. We've been running there. We've just put uncuts on the front and gone faster. Oh, so go on, Martin. Throw all your um. Throw all your what? cut staggers out yeah. the window. Yeah, but was that um was that in the wet and the dry, like silvers and yellows? It was uh no, it was only in the dry. In, in the oh, wet, we always always run always staggers in the yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I mean, when it gets when it's sandy as well, we go back to the cut staggers. It's just when the traction is really high, the rains on a freshly dried track. Yeah, groups mega. They seem to be a. Uh, we found it helps. Okay, um, so Martin, no, you don't need to throw all your cut staggers out because when we go to Mendip, it's going to be like thirty-three degrees. Yes, and it'll be when it's 32 degrees in the sun. Yeah, obviously to Americans, when we say 30 degrees, we mean you know Celsius. Otherwise, they're thinking that's pretty cold for a July day. Um, <laughs> how how did you find, you find, I think, where did you qualify? Sorry, guys, I haven't got the results in front of me. Uh, I qualified second uh, right behind Neil and where were you, Jamie? Oh, I qualified seventh in two-wheel drive. All right, okay. I'm gonna we're gonna try and we, we can't this can't be just totally positive. You know, we can't just <laughs> be t- having 35 minutes of you know me and Martin going, Yeah, sorry guys, we kind of doubted yet. You are really good. So um did you have any issues, Jamie, or was just that was just the the, the how good the field was at the Telford round in two-wheel drive? No, I mean it was uh it was very close. Um, the times between the front and so like the, the top 10 people really were all very close on time and I had the pace really to be a little bit further forward but I just made a few mistakes but I was happy with 7th anyway I was I was happy to be in there so in with a chance yeah I think was, was Kev Lee 10th in the A he was he, somewhere in the A yeah just scraped it I think he'd too well so life in the old dog yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure he felt really happy. So, guys, how did we? Um, I suppose we go to Tommy. This, you know, three-legged days. You know, do you want to take it by leg by leg? How did you? How did you? How did you sort of steal the win from Neil after he TQ'd? It was a. It was a pretty. The first leg was pretty simple. So sort of, just sort of drove around slow and steady, and Neil in front just had an error. So I just sort of, I got past there. Then it was just a, sat in a train for the rest of the final, keeping it calm, no errors. Because he, he makes it look silly, Neil. He just just goes past it when he don't expect it. So I was just making sure I was hitting the lines. The second leg, um, it was pretty similar. Just Neil didn't crash. But it was quite an interesting leg because it, it started to rain halfway through. Yeah, So we're all still on yellows. And it, it got pretty interesting, really. Just no grip at all, but... That was that was just another pretty train final. So Neil won that, and I was second in that. And then in the last leg, uh, I think in the first corner, Tom Yardy from fourth went around the outside of me and Ben Smith into the first corner, went to second. I was like, fair play. That's a that's a pretty mad one. But then uh, I think Neil had an error and Tom had an error. So then me and Ben were sort of racing. I had a little sort of up on two wheels and. Ben went through and won that leg, and I think I was second in that leg again. So, yeah. I'm going to say, we, obviously, I was there and watched them all, all three. Um, 
Now you've mentioned that, especially in the first leg, the the thing that impressed all us idiots, like all the Northwest boys stood on the far corner, was that once Craggy made that m- mistake, we never thought you were going to lose it. Yeah. It, it's, how it's, cool is it? You know, are you are you shaking on shaking inside and just look ultra cool on the outside? Or are you just not worried? Are you just, just thinking, don't just do laps? Oh, I'm petrified. He's definitely shaking. <laughs> I've raced him too many times. I, I shake like nothing else. It's unreal. If you honestly, you stand next to him on the rostrum. He does look so cool from the outside. You stand next to him on the rostrum. His hands, honestly. I don't know how you drive the car. Oh, guys, guys, guys. Well, may- maybe that's a, a chink in the armour. Um <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe masks help. Maybe that's you know, everyone looks super cool when we've all got hats, shades, and masks on. Uh, and we can't get those bits on. Uh, Martin, maybe. Um, you were sat at home watching on somewhere on the, the BBK feed. Yeah. You know, what, what were your sort of thoughts when you were seeing these lap times coming in and results? Two wheel drive. Well, as a few people. A few people pointed out it's kind of a a changing of the guard, although not 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 to be the a damp grid. You can never write off Lee, and you can never write off Neil. <laughs> you know no. they'll come back. They'll they'll come back fast somewhere. They're, they're, yeah, they I mean have... we've. I think we we've, we've beat them, or Tommy's beat them once, and they've probably beat us hundreds of about a hundred times. So you know, yeah, you, there's you know, a you... there's there's a lot of. Uh, I think there's a bit further to go yet. Yeah, you don't you don't win worlds and many Euros and, and no, you know, not quite. Uh, you know, especially with Lee, I know he's been putting in a lot, a lot of work with um the Nemo brand in eight scale. So yeah, yeah. He'll, um, he'll come back quick. But um, but yeah, it's it's great to see him. Ben Smith was flying as well. Can't even say little Ben anymore because he's little. Um, <laughs> but there's certainly a little bit of a you know some. Some of the the guys are in the A popping into the B. I did speak to Kev Lee, funny enough, on I think Sunday night. He said he definitely felt old and slow was his two words he said. So if he feels old and slow, I dread to think how like normal people like me are gonna feel. But um you know, it, it's great, isn't it? And I suppose you could treat these a little bit, guys, as like a warm up for the nationals next year. Yeah, I mean that is actually what what kind of what we said, wasn't it? On Friday, we thought, you know, we'll just treat it as it's effectively like a big workshop just outdoors at Telford because <laughs> it feels like yeah. Muzz is running it. It feels very similar to a workshop. So yeah, that's basically what we said. Just treat it as a warm up for the nationals. Yeah, hang yeah. on, guys. Hang on, I'm having none of that. I'm going heavy into the new guard. Long live the young <laughs> kings, because the old ones are dead. Dude, you know, I'm not being funny. I'm sure Craggy and Lee. Well, I'm not being funny, guys. Stop listening now, because again, and I don't want to skip too far ahead into four wheel drive. But four wheel drive, when you were one and two, and you know, on that top left hand corner from the driver's stand, when you were both just power sliding the car round <laughs> that entire corner. And that's exactly where me and my mates and the guys from the Northwest were. And we were just like, oh, this is it. This is finished. 
you know, you know, Lee and Neil might as well pack up and go home. Yeah, pack up and I, go home. That's I the fairy tale version. I have footage of um, I have footage of Neil doing that in PR, like sliding it around every corner. I've never seen something drive like that. Um, yeah, it it was. I mean, uh, don't get wrong. I, 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 it's great seeing the, the younger generation coming through, but just don't write like a lot. No, oh, write no. them off. Write them off. It's tabloid. This is tabloid <laughs> journalism. I'm going to write them off. You know, I'm not being funny. This is as good as I'm, this is going to be as good as me saying Spencer Rivkin can't drive eight. Elliot Boots can't <laughs> do tenth. You know, I'm not being funny. Neil gone. Lee gone. You know, Kev Lee gone, Phil Slay gone. All it's it's literally now going to be Hall, Hall, Smith, Holdsworth, Holdsworth. That's it. There's my. Uh, you're forgetting Crompton. I mean, I'd like to forget Crompton at times, but yeah, we, yeah, uh, Paul was fast. You know, seen... Paul, Paul Paul's very up and down, but um, he has his I... moments of greatness, and that's um, yeah, and he he definitely has moments of stupidness. I can tell you <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> uh, actually, Paul, Paul was really helpful to me in um, four-wheel drive early doors um, because L- Luke and Josh were sort of busy at the time. And, and you know, one of the things that Paul has certainly gained over the last 12, 18 months is the ability to just say, Aiden, change that, go away. Um, <laughs> and, 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 that, and that's what I did. Uh, I got a lot of help from him. So, guys, that so, you know, running, Tommy takes the win in two-wheel drive. You know, Jamie's happy. He's 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 in the air. He's fighting around. So yeah, then we just we all just go back to our little campsites and hotels, and then just watch England win a football match. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was. I think was Bowden. I think Chris Bowden had a was it thirty five inch TV or something in his van, which he brought out, stuck on the end of the table, and there we go, guys. That's how we're going to watch football. So then our whole team was just sat around watching. It was brilliant. It was great. I mean, we don't normally watch that much football, really, but I enjoy watching it when England play. Are you not football fans? I, I, I watch football every now and then, but Jamie's he's never cared to be honest. He's not. <laughs> no. So then, Tommy, have you got not a football really. team? Not really, to be honest. I'm, I'm always a, a fan of the underdog, really. And any time I watch, I'm just, whoever shouldn't win, I normally want them to win. That's, that's my... Because <laughs> it's funny. Then... Just yeah. follow Everton then, because they never win anything. <laughs> they're, they're the underdogs all the time. I'm not being funny. That was it. I was just going to say, I'd just like to introduce you to Everton. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you want to be perfectly happy. If you, do you think you two guys can do really well in RC car racing and you know, um, um, move forward and just you know, have great lives going forward? If you just want a bit of sadness in your life, a bit of heart wrench, <laughs> just support Everton. Fine. It's not a problem. Sounds just, like a plan. <laughs> sounds like a plan. I'm not being funny. You know, you can be a good Evertonian like me and Tony Bishop. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, okay. So anyway, four-wheel drive. Um, I think we got more. Was it even wetter on Sunday morning when we got there? There were certainly puddles on the track again. Yeah, I mean, I think the track was already pretty sodden from the day before, but... Uh... But yeah, it just rained. I remember waking up and it wasn't raining. And then I went to the toilet and on the way back, the heavens just completely opened. Yeah. And I was running across the field like a madman. And uh, it just didn't stop. 
really until the end of the day. So, yeah, I think it was wetter overall. And um, again, do you have um, do you have a wet car and a dry car in four wheel drive? Uh, no, we, a new car's just recently come out, so we don't really we don't have a wet and a dry one. Uh, yeah, I don't think we really plan to in four wheel. To be honest, it, it's quite a few small changes. Really, it's not there's not much much work to to make it suitable for the wet. So it, it's pretty easy. Just sort of a ten minute just change around, and it, it's good for the wet. So okay, well, I'm going to say Darren Windsor did all my changes on four wheel drive. So do you two do your own changes? Do your own thinking? Um, when I've listened to you in the past, it seems to be Jamie's the, the you know, the, the mega mind on setup. Yeah, I mean, basically, I looked at the car in the morning, it was set up for the dry, and I, I just changed a few things. Like I, just, I think I just moved like the shock position, changed the diffs, changed the roll bars. That was about it, really. I just sat and there I, and asked him, what should I do? I gave my car to Tommy. Gave my, well, gave my car to dad and he just basically put did what I did on Tommy's car and yeah, it was fine. Fine in practice and we I don't think we touched it for the rest of the day then. This is not what our listeners want to hear. They want to hear that you were wrenching on it constantly, not you two were, were just sat there playing on your phones, catching up with me, doing those bits. Wow. So how did your four wheel drive qualifying go? I mean, it was it was a perfect start, really. I think I think I TQ'd the first two rounds, so that, that was just dreamland. That was like I've got I've got an even better chance today. And then I had um, in the third round, I think Crompton just put me to TQ by like tenths, really. And then in the last round, I had I had a couple of errors, so I ended up third in that round. So I did manage to still get TQ overall. So. I'm still well happy with that. It was, I was buzzing, yeah. Yeah, Martin yeah. Be, I would say Mark would have been proud. To, I was, I'm, I'm going to say that was the biggest cheer of the weekend when Crompton took TQ. We weren't watching it because it was raining, but we all <laughs> sat in the tents and we all had a big cheer. We, I think, I thought he, he drove really well. And so, but and then Jamie, I'm not saying seventh in the A isn't a, a great result, but there you are, uh, P two. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. I think. I, well, I qualified third overall, but it was a. It was a much better day. I thought. I mean, I just had a, a little bit more pace in general, and I think the first two rounds were a little bit shaky because I started slightly further back in my heat, and I was like trying to get through basically. But I think towards the end, I, got, I had a one and a two in qualifying. I TQ'd the fourth round, and I, I can't remember which one, but I got a two in one of the others. So, but I started third because. Who started second again? Crompton. Crompton, Paul? Yeah, because Paul had his one and his two, but he had a faster time than me, so he started ahead of me. Yeah, it was it was really good. I was really happy. So I, the setup that you, and, you know, we're talking to Jamie. Clearly, we're talking to Jamie now. Tommy's like in my camp. Now's when I just zone out and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what I normally do. Recently. So, Jamie, so you so you're trying to say you made your changes. Like as the day started, and you really didn't alter it again through the day on your four wheel drive. No, we uh, we well, I didn't have a, a setup either, so we we just woke yeah woke up. Obviously, it was raining. Thought this isn't going to work, so I didn't. I just sort of thought 
that might work, that might work, and just changed, basically just changed it to what I thought would work in the wet. And I think I, we did the first practice, and I changed the rear roll bar by 0.1 to make it thicker. And uh, and then for, for the second practice, so I changed it for the second practice, and after that, I didn't touch it all day. So I, think Tommy's, I think Tommy's was the same from the first practice. Now that you bothered changing it, did you? No, it, it felt fine from the first practice mine, so yeah, just left it. So did, you made your roll bar thicker? Yeah, because I went a little, I think I went a little bit too soft to start with because in the first practice it was collapsing, or at least for me, mine was collapsing a little bit at the rear end, just a little bit too soft. Because I think what, what a lot of the people I was with, they just took their roll bars off from here and just threw them away. Yeah, we didn't have one on the front, but we had, I think we had one point, you had 1.3 on the rear and I had 1.4. So yeah, pretty thin, really. So what I'm getting from this is, you know, I just blame me not being quick, the fact that I wasn't really interested in setup and just enjoying the day. But you guys did exactly the same. You just sat there with the car. Did you give it a wipe? Did you give it a, you were those? No, everyone kept taking the mick out of us for that. They go looking at our car and they go, why are they so dirty? It's just like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Busy eating. The thing Busy is, eating. you sit out and in the first lap, the same thing happens anyway. So you may as well just leave it. Well, I only started to clean mine because obviously Darren, you know, Darren and Andy were taking my car away, four-wheel drive away and sorting it out for me. Yeah. And they, they would complain. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the main that thing. about it. But I think they were complaining that every time they put my car down on their table, you know, all the sand and muck would fall off. So that's the only reason I claimed it. Oh, right, okay. And then the other one, from go back to two-wheel drive, when you finished two-wheel drive, what did you do? Did you just throw your car in the bag or did you clean it, strip it? No, we, we put it back in the back in the box and thought we'll do that another day. <laughs> Have you done it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boys. Even I've stripped my two-wheel drive down. It's just that, yeah, I don't know. I started working on the 8th, really, because it's just we're going to do 8th next few weekends. So as soon as the 10th meeting's finished, it's difficult to think to change back to 8th, thinking about 8th scale. But, yeah, that's what we have to do. And so I suppose then, you know, to finish off the Telford meeting which was really good and as you said well run by Moores and Bishop did a lot Tony Bishop made sure Telford looked as good as it always does um, and then we, we're in four wheel drive finals and thanks very much Tommy for sewing it up nice and early because we got an early dart home yeah <laughs> you know, I, I, I hope I saved some people in the field a bit of time <laughs> You did. We were literally sitting there going, well, we might as well stay. It's only going to be, a, you know, if, if Tommy doesn't win this second leg, you might as well stay. It's only going to be another half hour. And then you did it. You won You won both the first legs and all the Northerners went home straight away. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. They, they, they all owe me a fiver for that, I think. Yeah, you're not getting it with Northern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think some of the associated boys would certainly help. Uh, would probably give Ch O Jamie a couple of quids because I think you were. You think you sent some set up thoughts out up on Saturday and Sunday to some of the guys I was pitting with. Thanks very much. You're always brilliant with that. So Tommy and I suppose and Jamie because you know you, you're in the top three qualifiers of 
four-wheel drive. How did your finals go? I think the finals were pretty perfect, really. I just focused on trying to get the best laps I could early, sort of just break away, just sort of drop Paul. Um, and then it, it worked every time. I got the one-second gap on the first lap and sort of managed to manage that for the rest of the race in, in all three of the legs. I sort of sort of uh watch sort of driving around watching the race and behind it was quite entertaining like the battle for second and third really oh, oh awesome. you really annoy me oh god yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that way oh, you really the same so you were just leading then just thinking oh, i've got plenty of time i can see how far these are behind me i just sort of look at the points i think who's insane i was like oh god jamie you're in second like come on so it was just just sort of like yeah Sort of driving around, looking who's in seconds, or just chilling, really. And Jamie, I suppose you were fighting to get past um, Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I followed. I think in the first final, I followed him around two or three laps, and he made a mistake coming onto the straight, and I got into second. And I think then I basically just I stayed in second for the rest of the race in that in that first final. So I just I thought. I'm not going to catch Tommy because he'll just switch it on. So I just uh, I just sort of thought I'll just pretend it's a heat and just try and drive around and not crash, really, for the rest of that final. And then the second final, yeah, I think I followed. Oh, yeah, there was a bit of a there was a bit of a coming together of a few cars at the end of the straight, which let Neil, Neil come past, but got me ahead of Crompton. So, yeah, then Neil was in second and I was in third and then the same thing, really, just that's how it stayed for the rest of the race. And then the third final, I tried to make a bit of a silly move on Paul at the end of the straight. I landed on top of him, went over the bank, and uh, I was 10th after that. So oh, The wow. third final was a bit of a write-off, but I got I had, with the second and the third, I, just, I made the podium, so I was happy with that. And both of you look like you were enjoying the four-wheel drive finals. As I've mentioned before, you were just drifting round with opposite lock around that sort of far left-hand corner in four-wheel drive. Um, that that corner is so fun in the wet with a four-wheel. Just, it's, it's just good fun to drive a four-wheel in the wet, I think. You can sort of... It just feels so easy to sort of control when it's like wet like that. I don't know why, but I really enjoy driving in the wet with a four-wheel. So. And, of course, it was the Schumacher um, series, so we're on Schumacher tyres. Uh, and four-wheel drive... You're, I suppose you're both on silver mezzos all day. Yeah, silver mezzos all day. They they were awesome to be fair. They they last for a long time as well. I think we put we had a new set at the start of the day and a new set for finals, and I think that's all it was. I mean, if that was darts or something, it would have been probably would have been a few more than that. So I think they were a good tire. Okay. Well, yeah, I, they were fine for us. Um, did you cut any spikes off with your silver fronts or just leave them on because it was wet? Uh, no, we had all of them. We had all of them on. So, pretty successful round one. Telford. Um, I, I think we were discussing this before we pressed record. You're not going to mend it, which is the next round, because you're at, are you at an eighth meeting? Yeah, we have the second Nitro National at East Shrewsbury that weekend. So it was sort of, we were sort of before, we were sort of sitting, deciding what do we do? And then one of them's an official sort of national. 
and and one of them's not. We need to we sort of need to get a decent result this year for the in the H in the H in the eighth <laughs> nationals to get us out of like the bomb heat really. So yeah, we decided we're probably going to do that instead. So do you two then pack up your, or not even pack up, because I'm sure your four-wheel drive is in the same box that your two-wheel drive is covered in sand. You've told me you've not cleaned them. So do you just pack them away now and just, is it eighth, eighth, eighth for the next two or three weeks until the East Shrewsbury meeting? Yeah, I mean, usually when we finish a meeting, if it's wet, to be fair, normally we would strip them down pretty soon after, but... Normally what we do after a meeting is just sort of leave whatever car we had and just sort of rebuild or redo for the for the upcoming meeting. And yeah, so and then whatever car we just use, whenever we need to use it next, obviously we'll we'll get that done before the next meeting. But that's the way we normally do it. So yeah, that, that's that's what we've done this time. We've just tenth guards are still in the box and we've just got the eighth ones out and started started prepping them. Um, are you going to um, East Shrewsbury? Are you, go- are you going this week? Are you going to do any practice? I don't know what the rules are for eight. Um, I I don't think it's open for practice, but there's a there's a club night on this Thursday, so we'll be down. We'll be down there on Thursday, just doing their their club night. If the weather looks good, if <laughs> yeah, if the weather's good, <laughs> that's always a a, a variable. Right, okay. Um, and uh, how are you enjoying the uh, eighth nationals? I really love the eighth nationals. That there's just such a, like a an atmosphere with the eighth nationals. Like it's just I think it's the noise of the engines. It just really like builds it up. It feels like a proper it feels event. like a big event. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just yeah. They go. I mean, they don't feel massively dissimilar to a tenth national. Really, just a little bit louder. Like you say, and yeah, it's Smelly, yeah, yeah, but it does it does add to the sort of tension having the the engines and everything before the finals. That's really good. And thank you. So that's eighth um, nitro. Are you also doing the eighth e buggies? Yeah, we've done a few of the e buggy ones, but I think we're we're missing a few for the the Schumacher series. But we're doing. We're doing all of them we can. I think we've only got one more left now. Uh, Brookthorpe, I think in two weeks' time. I think we've got a weekend off this weekend and then we'll be at Brookthorpe the weekend after. So, but yeah. Right, okay. And, of course, you guys started in, in, in short course and then sort of, I suppose you then you moved to PR. Martin was there. Sorry, who left PR first, the Halls or Martin? The Halls. I think it was us. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was. Because you ran associated for a year while I struggled with that last <laughs> incarnation of the two-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, Martin, you drove the Halls away. Yeah, yes. yeah. That, that, we'll go be... with that. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, well... Martin. Yeah, it was me. All my fault. <laughs> yeah, all, all my fault. Okay. Right, well, guys, one of the things is, so is there any tips you can give me? Don't, there's nobody else here. You know, what sort of things should idiots like me do to 
try and make them better at meetings, if it's club meetings, nationals, is there any sort of tricks or tips that you've picked up? Uh, not really. I think a lot of the time it's it's easy to just go too fast. I think is one thing a lot of people do, try and jump jumps they can't jump every lap. I think like when we were younger, we would if there was a huge double or something that we that we saw and we thought there's no way we're going to do that most laps, we'd just roll it. But when we, when we've been to a lot of indoor meetings and that like before COVID, we, it's a lot of the time you see the lower heats and they're still just trying to launch everything and drive hard into everything. So that's really that's the only thing I could notice and say. But it's just it's just keep doing the meetings really, and you'll I think you'll just learn. Okay. Jamie, any kind of setup tips? Um, not really. No, it's it just stick with the kit. Really, is probably the best the best thing to say. But yeah, I think the the more important thing is making sure everything works properly and is free, and the cameras and the toe and everything is set right. The servo, the ride height. You know, I think that's the more important aspect. A lot of the time, and then once once all that's good, then the setup is the next thing. That's brilliant. Um, well, it, it, it's brilliant to be brilliant. Thanks very much for catching up. Um, I remember you two coming to Southport last year, um, and you know I've had fun and games with a lot of people, sort of saying, you know, come to Southport, you won't get in the A. Um, and I, I know a lot of quick guys have come to Southport and not got in the A because of our super quick locals. Uh, but of course, when you two turned up, you just basically demolished everyone straight away. The pair of you um, <laughs> qualified one and two, I think, and Tommy took the win. So I think from then on, um, you know, we've been keeping an eye on you. You've been great. You know, I, Jamie's been fantastic with all my associated friends and giving them help and advice and making sure we share setup. So if you keep guys doing that and you can always get faster, then maybe this time when I've predicted, you know, this is the end of Craggy and Lee's career <laughs> now, used to have ended it. Maybe I might be right this time. You never know. <laughs> never maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Okay. Um, I, I can say these things because I don't think Lee or Neil are, are also not going to mend it. So by the, if, if they do listen to this, they'll probably have forgotten it by the time they um I see them again. Um <laughs> Martin, have you got any uh, hints and tips for these two boys to keep them nice and quick? They know what to do. Don't need to give them any. Just, I, just I, make... I did that I did that in the past. That's why they got to where they got to today. So <laughs> uh, Martin's already done his work. <laughs> I've yeah. done my work. I, I, yeah. I gave them decent speedos when we were in Italy because they're things they were using for blowing up. I didn't forget. <laughs> that was an <laughs> that was very that was very interesting. That <laughs> yeah, it was certainly. A, we we've had some learning curves racing, you know. but you boys have yeah. done a worlds as well now, haven't you? As well, yeah. You did the Huddy Arena worlds, so yeah. You, you know what? You, you've been there. You've done it. And now it's. I, I mean, the biggest shame, and I do feel, you know, being on the BRCA committee and not being able to run nationals, you know, the first thing I saw was you two guys because, you know, 
it's going to affect you because it, it was your chance to go and kind of break into the scene and you haven't got to do it yet. But like yeah. you said earlier, you've got a hell of a warm-up summer now to go and really attack it next year. Yeah, exactly. It was quite frustrating when we first saw there were there were no nationals. Yeah, it's, it, it's two years. It's quite a lot. Two years is, is quite a lot of time, really. So it, it is when you're younger as well. I mean, you know, two years is it's because how old, Tommy? How old were you when you did your last national? I was fourteen at the last national. And you're now, or next I'm now year, sixteen. Be, and so yeah, I'll be seventeen at the first national next year. So in theory, you're never going to get to race properly at the juniors. Never no. do the under sixteens. Oh no, you'd have done it. One, one under sixteens, yeah, yeah. And that's that's all I managed to do with that. So how did you do at that? I think I TQ'd and won both classes. Okay, so you have won one, so that that's so cool. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how, old, so, yeah. how old's Jamie? I'm eighteen now. Eighteen. So we're we're just two years apart. Wow. Okay. What I want to know, being brothers, is have you had the instance where you've taken each other out in a race yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. And, and how is it when you're travelling home? Is it quiet? It's quite awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we figure it out. Fairly yeah, long. it's normally not long <laughs> before uh, before Jamie takes the blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Wow. But yeah, it's... <laughs> it, we, yeah, we always... We always sort it out pretty quick but there's never any hard feelings it's i mean just... we always know that we'd have done it by accident if we yeah, do so we know it's, it's yeah pretty that's fair enough are you driving a real car yet jamie yeah i passed just before the second lockdown so i basically oh, okay. passed my test and then had three months without driving oh okay so it was quite a dangerous one but it was all right <laughs> wow so so eventually you'll be driving your own self to races and yeah we've been to a few secret practice on your own without him we've been to a couple of club nights and things without mum and dad now so we've, oh cool we've, we've got in we've, we've done it we've done it a little bit i mean most of the time we say we want to go somewhere mum and dad say we want to come anyway so yeah yeah i mean you know that, that's all it's always been the ways with you guys and, and i think that's what works for you you need to keep it that way certainly don't it works don't change it yeah, that would be that would be my advice for you. Don't whatever is working, don't change it. Yeah. Well, I'm not being funny. Since the very beginning of the podcast, that's what we've learned regarding the setup. Just building his kit, it'll be fine. <laughs> that, that seems to be the tip. I, what I'm now most looking forward to is if they get up to Southport and we run out of beer. It's not a problem. Jamie can just drive my car to the shop. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. He's pretty good at driving. The only problem is his uh, his sense of direction's pretty uh pretty terrible. <laughs> it's always a. Uh, oh, I think I think the sat nav's wrong here. I can I can do this. Now we'll end up stuck for an hour in traffic because he's gone the wrong way. And that's, Tommy, that's the only Tommy. <laughs> just yeah. remember, he can make you get out. Of... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> out the window, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Need to find the shop from Southport. Just come out the park, turn left. Morrison's at the end. It's just a bit of a walk, but fine for us now because obviously, Jamie, you can just take my car. 
you might need to. Oh, but if you do borrow my car, Jamie, don't mess it up. You know, my car is immaculately clean. Um, what you drop at any <laughs> that's more than could be said for mine oh, mate I, I couldn't couldn't have a messy car couldn't do it guys guys it has been great um thanks yeah. very much for your time before we let you go um do you want to thank your friends your sponsors or the you know the other hundred guys that you beat on Saturday yeah we'd like to thank cml reedy factory team I want to thank like craig drescher brent Neil and Mick Craig as well because they've just they've just helped us so much with this associated sort of journey really they've just anything we've ever wanted or needed and support they've just helped us really well so we've got John Dell and Alpha Engines because with the 8th scale he's helped us so much learning the engines because we don't have a clue what we're doing <laughs> Industry RC Rudog and obviously Mum and Dad are the biggest sponsors of all. Brilliant, mate. You're superstars. Guys, uh, we love you lots. We know you're going to get faster. Um, we're looking forward for you to come to... I'm personally looking... You know, you're know, you not going to go to Mendy. Only Martin's there. But you come to Southport and, you know, we'll... Uh, our Tommy, you know, the more important Tommy, will just give you a quick <laughs> walk around the track and make sure you know where all the bumps are that we've put in specifically for the Zoom series at Southport. Is that okay, boys? Perfect. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Cheers now. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was great speaking to Jamie and Tommy Hall. Um, really nice, quick guys. You know, dominated the meeting round one of Zoom at Telford. Really nice. Um, and and you've, I suppose you've known them for quite a long time haven't you yeah yeah quite yeah it's wow six seven years wow yeah it's been a while been okay a while. i mean i think that i mean they race started racing short course doing short course nationals with chris yeah. eli i believe is where they kind of started oh uh, right because i remember that yeah, paul Wesley always says he's the one who suggested that they he was yeah Move from short course to ten buggies. Yeah, that's right. And I think they wow. did. They ran. They ran some X-ray. Then they were at PR for three years. I think two, three years, and then uh, went on to Associated, where I would think they will never move from because it, it just suits them. They like it. They're happy. Mister Drescher looks after him well, so it's all good. The the I. I, I I didn't really speak to him, but I did say hi to Dresher. He was there on Saturday. Okay. Um, popped up from wherever. You know, hit. why we're talking about associated and soon is was how good um little Charlie Saunders did. Twelve years old, made the A. Yeah, and if you look drive. at if you look at the four wheel drive video, because of where Davy Little's taken the picture from, when he's video on the far side of the track, you can see Charlie's hands on his radio. Oh, okay. So you can see how he's moving and things along those yeah, lines. Yeah. So. yeah, well, I spoke to Neil on Sunday. He was happy with how he'd done, so it was nice. Yeah, great. You know, Charlie and Harry? Yeah, that's his brother, yeah. That's his brother. And, of course, Neil um, were there all the time, you know. 
Yeah. You know, there was a lot of chat on Facebook regarding the terrible weather that Telford was going to get. And, yeah. And I was, I was sat in the bar having a pint of Guinness on Friday night. And I was turning around to, to Borley and said, I always find that when people moan about the weather, it's never as bad. <laughs> and I'm not really funny. Other meetings got rained off in the UK. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, e buggy guys. I'm not funny. It must have been pretty wet for the um, e buggy guys to get rained off. Yeah. Plus, with the that was at Kent, and I can imagine with the rain that track would be a mud bath. Yeah, and you know, even I'm not being very metro up by us, which I always say is the you know the track with the best drainage. It's on the side of a hill. Yeah, that that got called off, and, and we were fine at Telford. It was the best kind of rain, uh, straight down, no problems, and we all had a great time. It was great to see a lot of people. Um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to most: is seeing people I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm not really going to talk about my weekend of racing because it's not be funny. You can just watch the videos of the yeah. David Little Talk Little Style RC on YouTube. Um, the four wheel drive ones are definitely up. You can see me win the scrappiest four-wheel drive race you've ever going to see in your life. <laughs> um, I think I lost the lead like three times in one map to Miklos. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see the, the two-wheel videos, two-wheel drive videos come up. But um, one of the great things we've had, and one of the great things I have, and and you, the people who listen to this, is that we can... We can be friends through Facebook, through podcasts and things along those lines. And then it's great if we can get to a meeting and actually meet with each other and, and catch up. And um, I bumped into three or four people who I've, I've not, I'm going to say I've known for years, but I've never actually met. Right. Um, I, I don't want to rank them and I'm going to miss people's names out. But um, Martin Bishop, Peter Mulgahy, you know, his mate Dan. Those are the guys who gave me their local Telford knowledge for, for tyres. Uh, it was great to see Mike Moyes and James Seabright. Uh, we actually got them into the big blue tent on Sunday during four-wheel drive. And, well, you know, I, shows you don't go off that much. But, you know, one of the restrictions there are and still in this country is you can't book tables in restaurants for more than six people. Right, okay. So we actually had to sort of Oh, we didn't fold you, but you know what I mean? We had to be in groups of six in a restaurant. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And if they, you know, we don't want to cause trouble with other people who have to work in these places. You know, we're not trying to bring, but they were like, if you two people, if we think you are together and you've come in together, one of these is going one side of the restaurant and the other one of going the other side of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a bit more difficult. You know, we probably could have had a, a table of 15 people for dinner on Saturday night. Um, right. So that was a bit different, but it was great to see the people. You know, we have to keep mentioning Nuls for all the work that he did yeah. uh, in organising it. You know, some people didn't turn up on Saturday because of forecast. Uh, a few people didn't turn up on uh, Monday because of the forecast. That just allowed other people to get in. There were 10 heats of 10 on Saturday, and there was, I think there was 9 heats of 10. On the Sunday, you know, there was a raffle. You know, like, like we all enjoyed the raffle on Saturday, but on Sunday when they started sort of between qualifying and finals doing the raffle, that's when the heaviest belt of rain came. I was talking right. to my mate JB, who was with like the Northeast Neem guys, 
Yeah. And, you know, Snee, Patterson, um, uh, Jason Robinson, his, his lad, Liam. Um, and we were all just going to, you know, I was just chatting to them, we were all just going to wander out and watch the raffle or see if we could win something. And then that literally the heavens opened. So we all just scuttled back to our own tents. Um, <laughs> there were no issues with uh, masks or any sort of the COVID rules. It was different, yes, but it wasn't too far. And no one had to be, I think I reminded a few people on the Saturday, but other than that, it was more about masks slipping down rather than not wearing them. I yeah, think yeah. You can see that if you, you, you know, as you're going through the photos, it's not, everyone seems to be doing those bits. Of yeah. Wearing high visors and gloves and muzz was, um, I think she, most shouted at my mate Simon for not wearing gloves. Um, right. So we had to like tuck his hands in, but brilliant. Everyone was fine. Great days. Well, we might not have the mask issue at the minute, but they may be gone. Yeah, no, uh, you know, I'm, it's my podcast, I can say, I'm no fan of this Tory government, but I, I think those rules will be gone by the time we, we get to the yeah. end it. So that will make our race meeting better. You know, I think we always need to be aware of other people's choices. So, you know, if other people want to wear masks, um, yeah, yeah, of course. That, that'd be great. Other people might want to, you know, might have been, you know, been locked away for sort of the 12, 18 months and they just want to be doing, do what they want to do. That's fine again. Um, you know, wash your hands, do all those bits. We'll, you know, we'll be fine. Get yeah. vaccinated, kids. Get vaccinated. Um, you know, Bill Gates driving, you know, driving my car didn't make it any faster. Um, <laughs> And just a great weekend. Can't wait for the next one. Um, when? It, how many times will I go to Southport before I go to Mendit now? Do you? Well, how many weeks is Mendit round two? Three weeks away. Three weeks. So it's like this Sunday Southport, next Sunday Southport, the Sunday after Mendit. Let's have a look. I'm pretty sure that is the. Uh, that's the case. Let's have a look. Wow. Yep, so the 10th, uh, sorry, the 11th would be Southport. Mm-hmm. The 18th will be Southport. I'll be missing Mendip. Then the following weekend is Mendip. Wow, okay. Uh, you mentioned, we both mentioned Southport. If anybody would like to run in a very competitive four-wheel drive heat this Sunday at Southport, please message the Facebook page or email us. I think we've got a heat of Holdsworth, Holdsworth, Crompton, Um. I think they fancy a bit more practice with them four-wheel drive. So if, if you're pretty good, you fancy driving four-wheel drive, come to Southport, that's a pretty competitive feat. But, as I mentioned at the beginning, you raced on road. I did. Now, did, did you say it was electric on road? It was electric, yeah. Like electric cheese things? Uh, no, no, not electric cheese shaped wedges. It was an electric S-Works GT8. So it's like uh, it's like a rallycross buggy made to race. It's like the class that your Newman on his championship at. Yeah, and the things that Bayer was driving the other week. That's it. Yeah, and they use them at Mendip to do um sort of this like rallycross class. But but basically this weekend at Mendip they just had like it was like a club. On road weekend, nice. Um, I was meant to go to Brookthorpe 
on the Sunday, but I had to do a little bit of work late Sunday afternoon, so I um, had to pull out of it. And judging by the, the mud and the wetness, I mean, I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, we went, we practiced Saturday and raced Sunday. Unfortunately, the weather, we got to practice all day Saturday and we got two rounds of qualifying on the Sunday and then it poured with rain. But it's just something different to do. It was, um, it was better than sitting at home watching TV. That's the way I look at it. Oh, definitely. Um, so was it, was it your, it's not your, no, it's, no, no, it was, um, it belonged to Dan Harding. He let me um, borrow it for the, for the day. Cause he was racing, uh, eight nitro road. So, um, yeah, I kind of borrowed it from him, put my 4S battery in it. And the thing went like, well, I've not driven something electric that quick for a while. So is it the same kind of electrics as your... Exactly the same as the 8 um, off-road car. Exactly the same. But it just seemed to... You come on the straight and then it's obviously fairly long. And this thing, wow, did it pick up some speed. It was it was it was different. It was a bit damp, and um, you're on like the tires. They don't have any inserts; they're just like hard rubber tires molded to the rim. Yeah. With like I said, there's there's no insert. Um, and in the wet, they they do a salt, they do a, a wet tire, but it doesn't. It's not like an instant stick to the track. But it was great. You could definitely um, kind of drift and slide, and yeah, it was all right. It was different. It was it was it was more of a. It was nice to see. Uh, we we don't get a lot of club on road guys at Mendip. Yeah, we get great off road too because we just do. But the on road doesn't. It doesn't seem to attract the people um, because the track's a little bit older. As we used to have David Splash it, it it's not the grippiest of track. So. On road, people seem to like grip. So nice, okay. it, it was just to, it was just to see if we could get a few more people there, and it was it's very accessible with like twenty twenty five people there. I think if the weather was better, we'd have had quite a few more. Okay, like like just like the format of yeah, yeah. We don't have we don't often have like weekend events for local people, do we? No, not at, not at all. So we, we thought we'd try that. I think they're doing a, a weekend Tamiya event coming up just for like the guys with their Tamiya cars. Um, but all focus at Mendip now is towards the, uh, the Sooms, which is, in, as I said, in three weeks. There's a fair bit. I'm up there all day Thursday. I'm just taking a day off work this Thursday to go up there and do track work on Thursday and finish the fencing off. Because we now, do you remember it used to be just like blue net fencing around the track? Yep. We now have like a we now have like a permanent fence, so it, it's boarded around the bottom with the blue netting higher up, so the car can't unless you do something spectacularly, the car shouldn't leave the confines of the track massively. Yeah, don't say that too often, mate, because I think yeah, exactly. I think Gary, when he was there, nearly took the Oopal tent out at the end of the street. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, that that's been made quite. You could probably maybe still do it, but you might struggle. Oh, okay, okay. And then I've had a, <clears throat> because 
everyone in my tent was just, obviously just didn't believe me that it was just going to be Mezzos all day at Telford, whether it was yeah. wet or dry. Um, what about, but I've, I've had the similar sort of questions for uh, Mendy. You know, do Mezzos work? Yeah, they work fine. I mean, this I've been asked this question, funny enough, quite a few times in the last few days. Silver darts, if you want a little bit of side bite in the wet, the silver dart will give you a little bit more side bite, mm -hmm. but not as much dried out the corner. The silver mezzo doesn't give you as much side bite, but gives you much more drive. So it depends how you like your car set up, how you like it to feel. So if you okay. can drive into the corner and you're a little bit gentle and you want to power out the corner, the mezzo is the way to go. If you nice. if you're quite hard into the corner and want a little bit of side bite, the silver dart's the way to go. And what about where that? So let's just say it's not going to be damp. We're not going to see a drop of rain during the men's weekend. Yeah, but let's just say it's rained heavily on the like I'm trying to think on the Friday night, and then we're going to race on the Saturday. And we're going to race on the Saturday, and that the track's going to be dry, uh, like wet all day. Maybe the odd shower, yeah, in between the thirty-five degree heat. Yeah. Um, so, if if I was going to run, because I'm just going to run mezzos, okay. So, right. so yeah, yeah. Silver, silver mezzos all day, one set all day, and darts the same. Sets and darts will be darts will be the same. The only times the darts really wear is when it gets is when the track's very dry the air cools down then it gets right, okay. then it gets grippy and then they they get a bit of wear but it's not a my the way i set my car up and my rubbish driving it doesn't eat tires but that's not saying if someone was uber aggressive their car generated a load of grip it may eat their tires okay and then it's definitely going to be dry. You know, I'm still going to be on yellow. I'm hoping it's going to be dry. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be dry. Um, yeah, but you know, some of the the you know, as I think it might be similar to when it's at Southport. There's yeah. definitely a, a, a difference between darts and mezzos for the for the super quick lads. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and I, ladies. I, yeah, so, I, I think the dart, the darts. Is generally quicker, but the measure lasts longer. So there you go. Make your choice. Well, I think me and Paul Kemp from Model Sport will definitely be on mezzos. Um, he's a big mezzo fan, and if I suppose that's a point, if you want to be, um, if you if you're trying to punch at the the top end, and, and, you know, at some point I was thinking about this today. Sorry, just specifically about you. I'm thinking about, well, well Martin's home track and he wants a good result. But actually, isn't everybody in the top 15 going to be pushing at Mendip for a great result? I'd assume so. Because if, you know, if, if some of the eight boys and girls are not going to be there... Yeah, so it's but, a place to try and pull a result out of the bag. Yeah, if you're going to do that series, and I don't know, I don't know off the top of my head, let's say you're Eugene Galley. Yep. And, uh, do, do we know if Eugene's coming to Mendip, is he? I, I think he is, yeah. Okay, so if you're Eugene Galley and you've, you've, you've had a good 
I don't know his position at Telford, but I'm sure he's had a great great result at Telford. And then he's going to mend it next and think, well, this is everyone's going to get five. All these guys at the top end are going to get five more points, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. Hall, Hall, Lee. Well, the Holdsworths aren't going as well. Nope. Well, so there's like, like seven points that everyone's going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But, but, then you, but, but then you go in crazy in. There's guys, you know, that haven't raced at Telford that maybe could get more. Yeah. You know, I, I ain't going to, I and I'm not going to sit here and, and tell stories. <laughs> if you know that track, it's a massive advantage. Yeah. You know, definitely. the same as if you know Bury, and but, it's a massive but, advantage. Well, okay, well, I suppose now we should talk about this because it's, it's, it's like follows on that, you know, we've been given Jamie Banks, um, Midwest legend Jamie Banks, loads of hassle for the last few weeks. He comes to Southport, right? Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, I can say it now, you know, the last few weeks at Southport, he hasn't even been in my final. Okay. Right. But Jamie Banks is, I'm sure he's probably, when he did nationals on a more regular basis, I'm sure he was definitely an F2. Right. Okay. He was. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've raced with Jamie. He, he was, you know, fairly quick. Yeah. Yeah, so get to Southport, last few weeks, you know, haven't been in my final, been the final below. Yeah. And then we get to Telford, and oh, sorry, and during those three or four weeks, he's just turned around and gone, wait till we get to Telford, boys. You guys think you're quick because you're at Southport? Yeah. Wait till you go somewhere else. And we were on the drive down, me and Borley on the drive down, we're sitting there going, what happens if Jamie doesn't beat us at Telford? Yeah. How bad's that going to be for Jamie? I think he finished five finals higher than I did. Yeah, because Jamie's raced it all. You know, he's raced at other tracks out of his comfort zone. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, there's and I'm not I've never named, but there's people down here that can get near me at, at Mendip or Tiverton. But you go to like Robin Hood, and and they've never been, and I have. And you're two or three finals up on them. Oh yeah, well because the, you're just you're just familiar and it, it, local and home track, it's a huge thing, huge advantage. Oh, without a shadow of doubt, and it, it really brought it home to us lot that we've been in the nicest possible way bullying Jamie Banks for the last few weeks at Southport, and he absolutely schooled you. You know, I'm not even schooled. There wasn't even a doubt, you know? Yeah. Because he was four, if not five, finals above us. Yeah. Because he's raced there. He's raced at Kiddies. He's raced. Yeah, he's, he's comfortable. He's, he's done nationals. I mean, he, that, it, people joke, but it, it does it does make you feel more comfortable when you go racing other places. Yeah, and, and it, it gave us something else because we were sitting there, we were enjoying it, we were doing different things, you know, because our muscle memory around Southport and probably even Berry even a bit is we, we just know where things are. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. We always joked that Evo could drive around Southport blindfolded, but maybe we could as well, just slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably, um, I, I could probably drive around Mendip blindfolded. I mean, sometimes yeah. I feel like I am, but... <laughs> 
So I think that, I, I think that was you know had to mention it because Jamie has taken so much. You know, everyone knows Jamie's a lovely fella, but he's taken yeah. so much abuse at Southport and his redemption because he said, and I love it when people come out and say things and then do it, and then to be five clear finals than above any of us. Yeah, uh, and even Dave Scouse, who was with us. Yeah. who's normally then a final above me at Southport, was still leagues behind um, yeah, yeah. Jamie Banks. Uh, so well done, Jamie. Thanks for all your help. Um, it was great. He helped yeah. us out loads. It was really good. Um, I, I Have I gone through? We've thanked Moors. We've definitely yeah. done that, haven't we? we? Have we thanked Tony Bishop? Yeah, we've thanked Tony Bishop. Yeah. We should thank Trish for all the help and support that he gave all the people in the Schumacher family. Um, yeah, and thing. It was great to catch up with Miklos. It was great to speak to uh, Scott Follington. It was great to speak to Stevie Sheridan. Oh, stickers! Here we go. If you're in Scotland and you'd like a extra lap RC sticker for your car, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, speak to Stevie Sheridan. He's got <laughs> two or three sheets. Of things, and he has to give you them because that's the rules. Nice. If you're in, if you're Stoffold Hearts area, and I think Miklos might actually be in Hearts now. Yeah, it's a Tuesday we record this. Um, Miklos has also got some sticker sheets, so if you'd like an extra sticker rather than posting them out, and I'm not being funny, kids, there is nothing Miklos loves more than random people. Who know who his name, but he doesn't know your name. Going <laughs> up to him and asking him to say, and he even said I could have a sticker. He's definitely got them. They're in his Ogio, right? So please check them. And then obviously, when we get down to Mendy in a couple of weeks' time, we'll leave some there. Uh, and I would, you know, it would, you know, we've got the best fans. We've got the best hats. Oh yeah, saw Kit Jones. Do you know? Do you know? I've never met Kit Jones before. Have you not met Kit? Oh, he's no, but. but well, other than Saturday, no. Right. I'm like trying to find out. I don't. I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, okay. Um, but so we did all those. It was great. We had a great time. We enjoyed ourselves. Um, I think that is it. You know, everyone in the Northwest turns. Um, but, you know, Chris Cherry, the head of the the captain of the Northwest takeover team, uh, looked after us all well. Yeah. Let's just look forward to another great event in in, in your backyard, mm. not literally, uh, in Mendip in three weeks' time. Um, are you doing any racing? But where are you going? You, I suppose I'm, you're going to Mendip on Sunday. No, I'm going to Tiverton. Tiverton. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go go to Tiverton. Um, only going because it's a little bit looser than Mendip. It's a little bit lower grip. Uh-huh. So I thought it'd be a good chance just to work on a little bit um, a low grip setup on the LD2 and Trisha gave me some ideas to try. So I'm going to go and try that. Uh, I'm clearly at Southport, then Southport, then going to Mendy. Nice. That's clearly what we're doing. Uh, you, you're more of a national racer than I am at the moment. Well, yeah, probably. Um, don't forget... The uh, Little Style YouTube, um, the, the the Telford finals will be there. It was a shame that Raceway One couldn't get over. 
Um, thanks his to coverage the... was his Facebook coverage was good though. I... It was it was good. None of that can be thanked on me. Luckily, okay. he found more reliable people than me to find to take those pictures and get them to him. Good. Yeah, uh, good. He, he, he's like, oh, you said you'd get me a picture of the podium, and I'm like, uh, I'm in Asda. You well know, done. We, yeah. Well done, everybody who helped all those things. Um, congratulations to the raffle winners. Um, what? Who? What was the big raffle prizes? Anything? Um, they raffle anything big? I think it was more. I think the way they did it, it was more. Uh, medium-sized prizes, so it was like sets of MIP drivers. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. That's so was, a big prize. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. I think it was one of those for a heat, rather than, because right. I think the, every heat had a prize, and I think nice. you go and pick it, so they had to be um, I'm going to say standard or regular-sized prizes. There wasn't like a, a star prize. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it, I get out. Yeah, so everybody's it rather than somebody coming. Whoever wins the first one picks the car and or yeah. the other speedo and something along those lines. So yeah, and all the and all the juniors got medals and things like that. So that was really good. It cool. was uh, very exciting. To, there was lots of um, there was certainly more than one lady driver there. Um, yeah, and, and again, and there were lots of kids and uh, and young people enjoying themselves, enjoying the racing, and you know playing out. Um, you know, as friends in the Telford venue. Um, nice. I, the strangest question I kept getting asked was, is that a zebra? <laughs> um, and if you know, if you went to Telford, you know exactly what that was. And I look forward to going again. You know, it, it's a great track. Uh, speaking to Tony Bishop, speaking to Chris Bowden. Um, I think they've got yeah, some I like Telford. plans and works to maybe do other things, but I, I enjoyed it as it was. Nice. Um, you know, if you sort of said to someone, what's a UK Astro track, you could show them a picture of Chelford and that would be just like everyone else. Um, okay. Jane, well, everyone was happy. It's all fantastic. Right. Cool. Um, it, just to prove when we're doing this, Martin, is there a football score? Yep. Italy got into the final, beating Spain 4-2 on penalties. 4-2 on penalties? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so good luck to the England fans for England playing tomorrow. Yeah, um, playing Denmark. Um, apparently, it's coming home. Um, we'll but, see. <laughs> apparently, it's coming home. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, all I've ever wanted to see in my lifetime was England playing a, in a major tournament final. So, if they do make it in the final tomorrow night, I may cry like a baby. I may, I, you know. I'm sure you would. You know, I cried like a baby the first time I saw Northern Ireland appear in the major finals. Um, so everyone for everything. But we yeah. should probably end it there. I'd Sounds like to, to thank yeah, the Halls for turning up and telling us about their weekend. I'd like yeah. to thank Tyler Hook for turning up uh, last week and telling us about uh, nationals, the raw nationals and the bits that he does. And... Um, Mark, well, before you thank you things, I, I've sorted out next week's guest. Okay. Yep. Guys, get ready. Mark Anthony Jones is coming back. Mark Anthony Jones is coming back. So, on that bombshell, would you like to thank your 
It's bonuses. Yeah, I'd like to thank all the guys at Schumacher. John at RC Octane, Brian at Screws for RC, and Richard at RDT. You're a superstar, mate. Uh, please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. Um, I, I literally do this podcast just so people might think I'm as famous as Bruce Lee. <laughs> See you next week, Martin. See you next week. Bye now. Bye-bye.